They make Rush Limbaugh look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, yours truly, old number one and speedy here. Uh, we've got Stretch Armstrong, our Rick and Bubba intern, who's really had to step it up. Well, what a time to be an intern. He, uh, and we have, uh, you know, Eddie Van Adler has turned into Eddie Van Dadler uh, with his first baby. And uh, so they're getting ready to go home today. Baby, he said, a little fussy, uh, but uh, she's doing great. Uh, and so they're working their way home. So Stretch has got uh, that covered for us and has done a magnificent job. Uh, in our time of need. And then we get to all the folks uh, in their home studios. There's uh, the real Greg Burgess and Helmsy. Uh, and we welcome back Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. What an honor and a privilege it is to sit here in chair number two, although it's about 75 to 80 miles from you. Yes, it is. Well, let's talk a little bit about, so we're all, we're, anytime we get into these constitutional crises, what, what are we all forced to do? Learn about the Constitution. Uh, oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and I need to know more about the Constitution. I know the general parts of the Constitution. You know, if you stay with you, know, you big chunks of pie, but you start getting down to the details, and I can become quite ignorant, sadly. Uh, and uh, so one of these is how does this whole thing play out uh, uh, when we declare, you know, emergency and all this? And you said that Levin, who is, uh, you know, a constitutional expert, uh, said, well, no, you're going down the wrong road about governor's authority versus the, the federal government's authority. Uh, you need to look more down on the commerce part of the Constitution, yeah. uh, not not the the state of emergency. State of emergency is not where to look. It's actually commerce, right? Is that correct? Well, it, it, it all kind of loops back, and, I, and I'll nutshell this. Like yeah. I say, I'm not an expert. And this, this is, this is d- did the president have the power – he said he had in the beginning. Now he has backed down and it made it clear yesterday that the governors are going to run their own states, but they will be watched and there will be the federal governments here if they need to intervene. But it's going to be the state's call on these phases in the gates that they have achieved them and they're going to start doing what's best for their state. But that, you know, the, the relationship between the states and the federal government is somewhat complicated. It is. And it it's is. more complicated yeah. now than it used to be. But a lot of people were, were screaming uh, federal federalist and federal power yeah. and federal overstep when Trump said what he said. But Levin was pointing out last night, and, and this there, there's really two things you need to know. The Tenth Amendment to the Constitution says that all powers not specifically laid out in this Constitution goes to the states. Okay, Correct. that that is undeniable. Everybody knows that. Cuomo quoted that. Everybody yeah. has quoted that. We've okay? quoted it on the show many times and, and, and all that. And that is absolutely correct, okay? It says powers not enumerated to the federal government are left to the states. So we have to go back and look at what powers are enumerated or given to correct. the federal government, okay? Exactly. exactly. The United States Constitu- Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 3, states that the United States Congress shall have the power to regulate commerce with foreign nations among the states and with Indian tribes. <clears throat> so the, this, the interstate commerce law is what it's called, uh, is, is used in our government in a wide range of things. But the, the, the people who wrote the Constitution were very clear. They understood that we had independent states or nations when the war with Britain was over and that the federal government was going to be an umbrella to kind of hold the group together. But most of the power went to the states. 
but the, a few things were held for the federal level and they're spelled out. And one of them was interstate commerce. Now what they didn't want to happen, Rick, <coughs> excuse me, dry cough. Uh-oh. And they finally what, happened. What, yeah. What they didn't want to happen would, would be some rogue state that would stop people from trading and, and bringing uh, commerce and business through their state and basically hijack somebody or, or have exorbitant fees to get through their state and all that because they had seen that in England before and they were trying to avoid that. So they gave the Congress explicit power when it comes to interstate commerce. That's why you can't charge an entry fee into one state or you can't charge anyway. That, that was set up to protect that. So that is an enumerated power of the federal government. And what are we talking about now? Businesses open and closing. To me, it's very clear that falls under the Commerce Clause, <clears throat> which, is, which is at the federal level. And the Congress has a right to that. But because we're under a state of emergency, that gives the president some extra power that he normally wouldn't have. Now, it, it is uncomfortable, I think, to a lot of people to see a president stand up there and say, I'm in total charge. Of no this doubt. Because yeah. it goes against our idea of the balance of power. No doubt. But but it, it, in the, the, the true letter of the law, I think he does have that authority. Now, I think he was wise to say, Governors, we're going to let you handle it locally because you know your state and your situation different than, you know, New York is different than Idaho. South Dakota is different than Louisiana right now. So that was a wise move to do that. But I don't think he was totally off the farm to the degree that everybody thought he was by that comment. That's as, the bottom line. Yeah, as long as he keeps his authority specific to that. I, yeah, right. I, I agree. And, and 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 during a state of emergency, uh, the, the War Powers Act, I mean, not the War Powers Act, but the Defense Production Act and all that. I mean, a president cannot call up GM and say, stop building cars, build ventilators. Okay, you normally can't do that. But during this time of emergency, he has that authority. It, too, will go back to the way it was. But there's times when you are pressed against the wall, you have to get things done and you have to do it that way. That's not the normal way we live in America. That's not the normal uh, deal. But he did have some authority at this moment, at this time to get some things done. And but anyway, I think doing it with the governors was wise uh, because it is a local issue. Yeah, and and so that that kind of clears that up, and and I but but again, yesterday the president made it clear uh, that the states are so unique and they are so different that we have to let the governors kind of decide the state of their economy, and then you have the governor in South Dakota that said we didn't even do what everybody else did in the country yeah. because it was not necessary here. Uh, yeah, they and, had like seven were, deaths, Rick, yeah, seven yeah. in the whole, so there was no need to lock everybody down. Well, and then we're now they. They did have a hot spot at one of the food processing plants, which, right. by the way, is owned by China, I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, oddly. Hello. And yeah. they're, they're doing what they need to do to isolate those people. But there's no need in people who are hundreds of miles away that have zero cases to be locked in their house. I mean, that no. is just a common sense thing. And you really shouldn't be shutting down all their businesses and all that because it, it wasn't necessary. And then, and, and that's the thing. You know, we have this interesting thing. And I, I, I heard, heard some of the more conservative commentators talking about the irony now the left finds themselves in. Because what does the left love? They love Sweden. Now, they're delusional because they, <laughs> Sweden is tiny compared to us. And the things that Sweden does, they think, well, Sweden, look at Sweden, look at Sweden, look mm-hmm. at Sweden. 
Well, now Sweden, inconveniently to the left, did not shut down their economy other than large gatherings. Restaurants, businesses, all stayed in business. They, the only thing that they adjusted on was gigantic, like going to an arena or something like that. Everything else, they left normal. And then Norway, which is a little more comparable apples and apples, went into the full lockdown like us. Well, unfortunately, what we're finding is that Norway had more cases than Sweden. Uh, and, and now Sweden had more deaths, which means they might have had more people that had health issues that Norway didn't have. But Norway ended up with more cases of COVID-19 than Sweden. Uh, and then Sweden, per capita, has basically tracked right along with us. Uh, when you go to uh, per capita uh, of deaths based on their population versus ours, they're right where we are. So they didn't shut anything down mm. other, other than the gigantic gatherings. That it showed people sitting out there at outside tables eating and talking and hanging out, people at the parks doing all this stuff. All the businesses are operating. And so what's funny, they said, so now the left who loves Sweden, now they're mad at Sweden <laughs> because, because, you know, they're big lockdown people. They want to destroy the American economy. <laughs> oh, they, yeah. they thought this was their shot to get Trump and all this. I really believe there was some of that agenda going on with mm. them. And uh, so, so they don't know what to do with Sweden now. But as, as the medical people and all this were having to research all this, you know, we didn't know anything about the virus, but we are learning about the virus. And it's yeah. okay to have those conversations. That's not anti-Trump. That's not pro-Trump. That's not anti the doctors. It's not pro the doctors. It is we. It's okay. We cannot remove from our society critical thinking, uh, and you know everything you say does not have some agenda to it, or it shouldn't. It, it's like okay, so we do know more about it. Why don't we take a look at what happened over in Sweden? There's nothing wrong with that. You you can't take science ceases to be science when it has either money involved in it. Our proper, our political agenda, just like we see with the, the, you know, there's some things in the green movement that we certainly can have civil conversations about, but then it turned into a political agenda to ruin the whole thing. So and if you don't think size and scale matter, think about the difference in keeping up with two teenagers at Six Flags versus a thousand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a big difference, and you see what scale can mean. All right, we'll be back. Uh, more Rick and Bubba coming up uh, right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hi, it's Glenn Beck. And when I listen to Rick and Bubba, I cry. But I I cry all the time anyway. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. It'll be available for you when you get up tomorrow and start your weekend. We'll talk to Congressman from the 6th District of Alabama, Gary Palmer, about uh, everything involving Pandemic 2020. Uh, very interesting conversation uh, with one of our congressmen. Enjoy that uh, on Rick and Bubba University this weekend. Uh, all right, so um, we got a couple of things that, that we can discuss. Uh, I know, Bubba, first of all, from the Sioux Falls people, uh, we, we just want to clarify that the processing plant you talked about, they're saying was not owned by China. It was, but but you you were saying that you thought there was another one. Well, I, I said too. I think uh, there was a story about three giant food processing plants that had some coronavirus issues, uh, and they had alluded that they were owned in, by a subsidiary of Chinese origin. And I thought that might be one of them. I was not sure. I did get an email that said no, it is not. It is owned by Smithfield. 
And I know that, but I, I even emailed back and said, I know they process the food, but is there another company that owns a plant? I may be totally wrong on that. And I didn't mean to mislead, but there, there are some of our food processing plants that are owned by Chinese uh, subsidiaries. All right. So here's some ways we can go. And, it, and, it, and it's totally up to you. We can go down the creepy China stuff we keep finding out and, and stay on that theme. We can, we can talk about how all the social media platforms are owned by godless people, mm-hmm. and now they're starting to target churches. And, 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 and then, or we can talk about Lando, Lando Lakes, who's finally decided that they'll remove a logo they've had for over 100 years. So, so uh, in, 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 any of those three I'm good with. Uh, it's just whatever way you want to go. And, uh, and then we can come back. and You know, I, I'm good with whatever you got queued up. Okay, so let, let's talk a minute about the, the Chinese part, okay, since we're kind of on that thing. And then we'll come back and maybe take some calls, and we can get to – we want to thank Lando Lakes for finally taking care of this horrible logo that hasn't bothered us in over 100 years <laughs> and, and, and seems to have no negative connotation to it whatsoever. Uh, but anyway, so uh, – good grief. I'm telling uh, but, you. But so here's what we seem to be finding out. And again, you know, this is you, you got to be real careful with this Chinese stuff. You know, I laughed pretty hard uh, at uh, at our at our. Uh, we all love, or well, you don't all love him, but we do have great respect for Russell Limbaugh, what he's done for our industry. But I just like the way, whether you agree or disagree with him, I just like the way he does his he he, he handles his craft. And he was doing the list of things yesterday you're not allowed to say, and uh, you know you're not allowed to compare this to, to to any flus of the past. You're not, and then he got into that you're not allowed to talk negatively about China. Uh, now, now here's one of the things that you got to be careful of because people are starting to reveal this. People are starting to say, just like with the WHO and some of the NBC people, you see your MSNBCs and all that. If you look deep in there, you'll find that China pays all these people a lot of money. And, you know, the New York Times and some of these things and, and some of these other uh, papers, you, you know, like they were talking about, you look back at, if you look deep in NBC, you'll even find they, they had like a theme park. The same people that own NBC that they were going to open in Beijing, uh, and and all of this, you know, and so you start looking around, going, why does it appear that we have organizations and part of our media that seems to be very apologetic for China all the time? Well, it may be that they're actually tied to China, uh, and, uh, and 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 they are nothing but a propaganda wing for them, and they have to be careful what they say, like the NBA. When the NBA had to, to, to dial back a coach that had the audacity to say th- something negative about China, I'll tell you why that happened because the Chinese government said, "Don't talk bad about us," or no, no, no NBA for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you've got to watch all these agendas, but it looks like that everybody is willing, well, most people, to have a conversation that there was a, vir- a viral lab uh, there not far from Wuhan. We had state officials two years ago that said we've been there because, remember, when they go back and start showing some of the things that the media and the New York Times said about the audacity of saying that it might have come out of this lab, the audacity of anyone who even mentions that. One idiotic article even said their safety standards are every bit as is <laughs> as secure as what the of the viral labs we have here in America. And the state not of, true. Well, not two, true. two years ago, two of our state officials said that's not true. <laughs> this is a pandemic waiting to happen. I mean, they said this is a problem. They do not have this place secure. And so, so what? Now, no one right now is saying they were doing this as a bioweapon. They, they, they seem to think that China loves... Well, they're not saying that yet. Right. But right now, we're all, just to be fair, it's, they do want to be sharp, to Greg's point. They do, <laughs> they do want to come out. What, what they're even thinking is what they love to do is for everybody to be panicked about a virus, and the great China 
comes out and says, we've developed the vaccine. Our people are fine. Look at our incredible research. Look at what we've done. Yeah. We, we can do things the rest of the world can't do. We are the great China. Uh, but they think accidentally – now, now, now this is where it gets a little creepy, though, when we have to talk about them walling off their own people mm-hmm. – that accidentally it was a bat, but it wasn't a bat at a wet market. It was a bat inside this laboratory. And that somebody got it from the bat, trying to do the research on the bat, that person went out into the public, and then we have a world pandemic. Now, we are discovering that they shut off the people of Wuhan traveling anywhere else in China, but they would still let them get on an airplane and go to Europe. Uh, and uh, and then... Don't you think that that's kind of... Yeah, that's not good. We, we, ha- we have to put it, that over in the concerning category. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, does it? No. Well, and don't forget this. Guess where New York got it? From Europe. From Europeans. Right. Okay, so so that was that was a direct shot right to New York, then New York right on into the rest of our country. Uh, and so here we are with all this going on, and it has crippled our economy. Don't don't miss that. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, we did have a president who was saying we're not going to let China just just run roughshod over us anymore. Uh, and now our little economy is all down and struggling. So now I'm not saying that they said, "Give me a bat, let's go kill America." I, I don't. But but let me tell you what we can say. What they said about the wet market was a complete lie. Uh, that that that's looking like a lie more and more every day. One of the things that I thought was brought it was great is you're not going to have the emperor. Now I know he doesn't want to be called emperor anymore, but that's what he is. Mm-hmm. They say this guy has grabbed more power since Mao. They said Mao's the only person that grabbed more power than this guy in the you know in modern history of China. So he's not going to walk around in an area where they think the 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 virus went out to do, to take on the world with just a surgical mask on, waving at people in apartments. They're not going to put him in any danger whatsoever. You know why he walked around with a mask on around those wet markets? Because he knew he wasn't in danger. Uh, because the danger came from the laboratory. And that's becoming more and more clear. And I don't know that we'll ever get them to admit that. But, uh, you know. Rick, who told you it came from a lab early on? Yeah, you, you said it may have come from a lab with them working on some of this virus stuff or trying to weaponize viruses. Whatever they're doing, the lab was mentioned. But remember, Bubba, you weren't allowed to say that because you can't be negative about China. Uh, and so, and 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 then that was how quick was that shut down? I mean, you could, I mean, you have people just arrogantly talking down their nose. How dare anyone suggest? And of course, now it's looking like, yeah, it did come out of a library, and it, I mean, a library, a laboratory, and they didn't have the security <laughs> that they said they had. They didn't have it. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour. You know what I just realized? Because I've run out of Relief Factor at home and I've got a stash over at the office. I need to go take my first Relief Factor. I haven't taken my first one today. Remind me to do that in the break. All right, so Relief Factor, all natural, four botanicals. Um, you know, anytime that you're struggling with chronic pain, maybe just the aging process. Uh, it was funny. Somebody asked me to, you know, send with the technology we have now a birthday wish to somebody uh, that's just turning the big five zero. And Bubba, the first thing I let them know was what you and I were talking about. You're going to get up on days now, and you're going to be limping, and you're not going to know why. And it may be that you were injured sleeping, and uh, and you know that's part of aging. Uh, we, we we get we, we aches and pains, and so we got uh, somebody who sent us out of Hattiesburg. Um, listens to us there. She says that uh, her right hip had been giving her so much pain that she was losing a lot of sleep, which caused her to be grumpy. 
Well, the past two weeks, despite all the downtime uh, I've had, I've actually slept through the night without pain waking me because I've started taking Relief Factor. Uh, I'm rested. I feel much better. I'm not grumpy, so everybody else is happy too. I was skeptical, but, uh, but now I honestly can say Relief Factor does reduce inflammation, which in turn, my pain is reduced considerably. Uh, she goes, I guess the next thing I need to do is go get me a my pillow. Yeah, you need to, we, we, we tell you about this stuff. Uh, so that's great news. Uh, glad to hear that. Maybe that's what uh, your experience will be like as well. And we'll get an email from you. Uh, so you can go to relieffactor.com. Three week trial pack is nineteen ninety five. Why three weeks, Rick? Because in three weeks, you'll know uh, if relief factor is not making a difference in three weeks. And sadly, it's probably not going to be able to help you with your problem. Uh, but most people it does for the price of a, a cup of coffee. You could have the, the relief factor. And again, you don't have to worry about the side effects of the over-the-counter pain meds and the opioid addictions that we have with the prescription meds. Relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com. They're under the sponsors button. So, uh, so Bubba, we, we, you were, you were, what were you going to do here? Well, Rick, I, I want to apologize because I was wrong about something, and I want to clear that up. I was wrong because I thought I was wrong. Right. You're Greg, I actually Greg, was right. Smithfield is on. They sold out to a Chinese company a few years ago. So I was right initially, and the first emailer was incorrect. Yes. So I just wanted to correct that. You know, we always strive to get to the truth here whenever possible. Right. So, Greg, you know how that feels. Don't, uh, right again. Right again. Yep, there it is. Uh, the, right Rick, again, Bubba. What I was telling you to follow up on your discussion of China and how they're somewhat being protected in some areas. Um, oh, they are. They're, they're, well, that you, you know, that you made reference to rush joking about, you can't speak negatively about them, uh, for a, for a time, but I think you're seeing that change. Yeah. <laughs> we currently have four federal class action lawsuits that have been filed against the Chinese government that aim to recover trillions of dollars in damages from us plaintiffs. Um, and while there is a lot of immunity to that, and there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through and all that, we acknowledge that the fact that they have been filed and they're expecting many, many more to be filed, I think is very interesting. And one of them in particular, uh, it's from a, uh, a gentleman named Larry Clayman. He's a conservative lawyer and founder of the group freedom watch. He's leading a class action lawsuit that in their language, they specifically say they are accusing China of releasing a biological weapon into the public. So yeah. backing up what you said. Well, I, I think that, that China is going to have to, you know, they got some splaining to do. This is, they, they're Lucille Ball right now. Okay. And Ricky's saying, China, you got some splaining to do. And, and, I, and you know, communist leaders are not good no, at explaining they're not. because they don't have to in their country. They tell the media what to put out. They put it out. And that's the end of it. So, yeah. or, or in this case, like they also tell the WHO and NBC what they can and can't say right, and, and, right. and newspapers here in our, in our country that they now own. Yeah. But, but let's go back to this because you guys mentioned this and I didn't know this. I think China realizes even in their, you know, delusional state that they put their people that the leadership there is starting to try to do something to soften the blow because y'all said they changed their death toll like almost overnight. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Y'all told me that. And we got well, to they it. they've been getting hammered on that they they were not being honest about the death number, the death toll that this caused, and all that. And I saw that I don't have the story in front of me, but I saw that they had amended that overnight, and of course claiming that paperwork and trying to get all their numbers. This all this is just coming in now. But they jumped it up quite a bit, didn't they, Greg? Didn't you see the story? I think it was around twelve, fifteen hundred. I may be wrong. It was it was, it was between it was almost fifty percent, wasn't it? 
Close yeah, it was it? about a 50% yeah. jump overnight. So they're they're bringing those numbers more in line, but I think they're still way off. But I, I think there was just so much pressure. They thought, well, now we are looking stupid. We're going to have to change this. Well, we know that if you're just sitting there, the th- you, all we can do when you deal with communist countries is to try to rule on the things that they didn't want you to know, but you found out anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. yeah. and that was we had we had the the doctor there trying to get on you know on New Year's and scream to the world, we got a problem. Uh, that person has disappeared. They tell us that that person died of the coronavirus. Huh. But but anyway, and and then you know we have we have certain scientists that have vanished that no one's allowed to talk to now that that work there at the lab so we know that we do know it appears that uh and and this is where you know sometimes your bragging can get you in trouble they started talking about how beijing and shanghai and all these places didn't have the issues of some of the other countries well we've discovered now where they didn't allow people from wuhan to go anywhere uh so but they let them get on planes and travel all over the world especially to europe Mm -hmm. they caused the italy situation and then the Italy situation caused a big situation in Europe that then caused a big inf- a situation in New York, which caused a big a situation here, mm-hmm. and then out to the world we go. Right. So they're, they're, if, if this thing came out of that lab, accident or bioweapon or whatever, yeah. no matter how it came out of the lab, if they knew it was out of the lab and they cut down travel in their country but allowed those sick people and potentially sick people to travel to other parts of the world, that's where this lawsuit comes in. Well, you, you can't really talk. We there's two different topics here. Was it an accident in the lab? Were you making a weapon in the lab? But then what changes it? If you finally admit accident, accident, then you got to talk about why you let these people travel to other countries and cut down travel in your own country. Now you got to answer that question. And the mistake that was made, especially in Italy, was political correctness. They have a very, I mean, they're geographically very close to China. They're very close to the Wuhan district, especially northern China, uh, northern uh, Italy. And they did not want to look to be discriminatory or xenophobic. And they should have locked that border down quick. And if they had, they would have saved lives, but they didn't. And basically because of PR problems and, and no political doubt. correctness. And they, they let that migrate into their country, and they paid a very high toll for it. That's what political correctness gets you when you're afraid to even talk about the truth. You can't even talk about truth. And in well, our you, country— You can't even talk about it. Yeah, See, and, and in our country, there was an attempt to do the same thing, and we had a president that said, I don't really care what you say about me. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can take a, the letter R, throw it in the trash, take the letter D, throw it in the trash, and then some of you that really claim your eyes, but you're really not, you're Democrats, throw y'all in the trash, Okay. Take all of our political affiliations away. If this president has an R or a D by his name, he this this let's just say this human being, I won't even use his name. This human being that was the current sitting president of the United States stopping the travel from China was monumental. It was monumental because yes. you see what happened to Bubba's point on those that didn't do that. Okay, and we would have had a much bigger problem here because we know China was letting their people travel, and everybody can call xenophobe and you know you're being racist, bigoted, all this garbage that got that killed people in Italy, by the way, to Bubba's point, and uh, so that didn't happen. And here's my question: Now that the facts are starting to show that the wet market uh, story was false, and I know this isn't going to happen, but I still want to say, can I still enjoy the therapy of saying it? Is anybody going to come back to the Tom Cottons of the world, to the Bill Bubba Bussies of the world, or, or any of these people that said, hey, man, this could be an issue with that, that, that lab over there. Those people were, were just attacked by the left 
attacked by the mainstream media, howled, what a bunch of, you know, just they, they treated it like conspiracy theorists. They, you would have thought that this was said on, on coast to coast in the middle of the night, and anybody who said it was linked into people that talk about Bigfoot, talk about uh, aliens, all this crazy, out of control. This is why this is a person very close to President Trump. This is one of his guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he's out. Then, then before you know it, uh, the, the whole the thought process somehow, like everything, became racist at one point. By the way, stick around. COVID 19 is slowly becoming racist as well. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, is anybody going to come back? And I know the answer, but guys, let me go ahead and say it. Is anybody going to come back and say the things we were saying about these people on all of our platforms that we were wrong and we owe them an apology? Anybody? That's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen, but let me say it. I just want to say it. Okay. I mean, Rick, there's, there's two things here that I think are very strange. One, you pointed out about the travel. They, they locked down Wuhan far as traveling in China, but did not lock them down internationally. The other one is the wet markets are back up and functioning. You know why? Because they were never an issue. Mm -hmm. And have been back up for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. But the doctors who we know worked in that lab are missing. Correct. And we can't find those people. The guy who blew the whistle, who was a doctor at the hospital there in Wuhan, who, who got on social media and got the word out. That's that's the first time we knew we had a problem when he said there is an epidemic here and it is bad. He is dead. He died of the virus. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was 34 years old and in perfect health. But the, but the virus, the, got the lady, the main lady that we know that was uh, find her. A, a scientist that worked in this lab. We knew that from our visits there. Uh, internationally, uh, she is MIA. We don't know what happened to her, but she is not to be found, but the wet market is back up and functioning. So you can, as you said, many times, Rick, you can say whatever you want to, but look at how people act. And that tells you the truth that China is not worried about the wet market. They are worried about that lab and what those people are going to say about it. Yes. And, and the, and then the other point that was added yesterday, which I had not thought about, the, the the I'm calling him an emperor, but the 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 emperor is not going to walk around in a wet market with a surgical mask on if that was a dangerous place. Mm. Not going to happen. Yeah, I, 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 he might not even have been at that place. We don't know who yeah. he is. <laughs> right, right. But he didn't. You're not going to put that guy in any danger. You're not going to do it. You don't see him waving around the lab, do you? Is he walking around the lab telling us it's safe? Does anybody see that? Yep. Your phone calls are next. What well, many topics to talk about? Whatever you want. 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we talk with you right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Mm. Find myself in a dilemma here as we come back. Eight minutes are on the clock, which means I was going to go with a rough cut on the phone trail, but then I see top 10 Lamar on hold. Oh, my God. We can't do that because I know he's going to get a timeout because, uh, I mean, we got to hear we got to hear a top 10, right? You want to go to top 10 Lamar and come back and top and do a big phone segment? Yeah, we could do that. Let's, let's, go, let's go to top 10 Lamar because, I mean, if you see him, uh, you know, you know he's ready. Lamar, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today, buddy? Biggins. Uh, but then everything okay? <laughs> How you doing there, meat dog? I'm working like a dog right now. I hear you. So you you didn't you didn't get uh, furloughed, huh? I'm in the trenches. You, you're down there, baby. <laughs> you ready? Getting with it every day. I hear you. All right. So your top ten today is top ten what? I've got 
top ten things the pandemic and baseball have in common. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten things the pandemic and baseball have in common. All right, number ten. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but mask and gloves. Oh well, <laughs> mask and gloves. You know, that's true. Yeah. Good start. That's yep. a good start. Good. All right, the top ten things the pandemic and baseball have in common. Number nine. Both seem to last forever. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on and on, doesn't it, Lamar? All right, the top ten things the pandemic and baseball have in common. Number eight. Bats. <laughs> <laughs> so needed this. <laughs> top ten things that baseball and the pandemic have in common. Number seven. I got one word, statistics. <laughs> well, yeah. oh, statistics, yeah. tough yeah. word, too. Yeah, it's a tough, tough word. Tough one. It's a tough word. Uh, the top ten things the pandemic and baseball have in common. Number six. Playing off base is social distancing. Well, that's uh-huh. getting away from it a little bit. Yep. Getting away a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. So top ten things that baseball and the pandemic have in common. Number five. Neither one will get Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Sorry, oh! oh, The shame of it all. The shame of it all. Oh, top ten things the pandemic and baseball have in common. Number four. You want your team to be properly equipped. Well, that, that, that is true. You gotta have it. Yeah, you gotta have it. All right. The top ten things the pandemic and uh, baseball have in common. Number three. Just like Yogi Berra said, it ain't over till it's over. Well, Yogi Berra's in the pandemic. <laughs> top ten things uh, that baseball and the pandemic have in common. Number two. The inside pitch seems to be pretty effective. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Tough to hit. Can't get the can't get yeah. your bat on. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> the top ten things the pandemic and baseball have in common. Here we go. Number one. In both cases, it's important to be safe at home. Oh uh, well, that's oh, yeah. 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 Uh huh. That was yeah. Yep. That was ten solid. That was a home run. That's a home run right there. That might be the funniest thing I've heard in three weeks. Yeah, everybody together. Rick, 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 it's a yickety act. A yickety act. Let's all yickety act. That's the way. Touch them all. I like Touch it. I said, that's the way. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Well done, Lamar. Well, well done. Good stuff. Good stuff. There wasn't a dud in that. No, back to the troll, Ryan in Alabama. Ryan, 30 seconds. Go ahead. What, what's up, Rick and Bob? I'm going to make this quick, but uh, I was telling you about that rainbow. Cuomo's jealous because uh, people are giving God the credit for the healing. Uh, people stop dying up there because they see that every day at 7 o'clock. They go out there and give God glory. He didn't like that. But uh make a long story short, uh, Nebuchadnezzar had that seven-year completion. Uh, he did that seven years. That was the number of completion. Yep. But, uh, on, as I leave here, Rick. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say... uh. That Romeo and MC Might Might video is still out there, y'all. <laughs> it's, it's, well, that goes way back. It Romeo does. Goes way, yeah. It does. Uh, how, how about when, you, when God says you're going to go out there and act like an animal and you think, how long? Seven years. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He loves a big seven. Perfect number. A number of completion. We continue. That's, that's, that's a lot of winters grazing in the old pasture. It is. Mm-hmm. Victor in Alabama. Victor, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it? Well, how's it going, fellas? First time caller. And I just want to make a statement about what that governor said. We still, as Christians, need to say thanks be to God and just overshadow him altogether. 
And I hope more people in New York will do that. Yeah, well, you remember the Nebuchadnezzar story. Ultimately, he got Nebuchadnezzar not just to say uh, privately, you are who you say you are. He got him up there and made sure he told everybody who he was. So if you won't say it to everybody, he'll do what he has to do to get you to say it. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but then some people are defiant all the way until, uh, until their death. You just don't know. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, Debbie Wetumpka. Debbie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, I have a doing? quick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they know this bat come out of the lab, is there any way they can go in there and shut down this lab? Without it, it's going to come back again. Mm. Well, the the lab, the people running it, uh, as we've tried to contact them to see what went wrong, have strangely gone missing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know, you don't know. You're dealing with the communist uh, government. You, you don't know what they're doing. You know, they, they may say they didn't shut it down because they don't need to. You know, that kind of thing. They're they're not going to admit. I don't think unless we. They might at some point if the evidence is mounting. But communist governments and tyrannical governments are not known for. I mean, they'll sit there. You guys, you, you, North Korea told us what that their that their, their leader zero. They have zero cases. Zero cases. And don't forget the time that the uh, that Kim Jong, the one before Ong, uh, his daddy. That, that how many holding ones did he get when he played golf? <laughs> well, it was eighteen. All 18. Wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> eighteen. That was the first time he'd ever played. Don't forget. <laughs> right. So he was able to drive the ball over four hundred yards. <laughs> but but anyway, so uh, let's go to Chuck in Huntsville. Chuck, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Well, this is for Bubba. Bubba, yes, sir, you said we can't live without sports. Bubba, we can live without sports. We can't live without police, fire, and our first responders. Sports, we can live. Believe me, I love a good football game, though. I just thought I'd call and mention that to you. Thank you, Chuck. Well, I, I'm not trying to compare that to essential services, but I am saying I think as Americans we have to have sports. I, I stand by that. I, do, I think that's what separates us from the Middle East because you don't have that to burn off a little steam. We end up throwing rocks at each other. Yeah, you know, if if the Middle East had just maybe even just put together, you know, like you've said, Bubba, an industrial softball league, it could have <laughs> helped. It couldn't have hurt things, right? Yeah. Top of the hour, uh, we'll continue to get your phone calls, and we have other stories that we'll cover today. Thank you for being with us. Our number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, Speedy and I are here along with uh, intern Stretch Armstrong, uh, the real Greg Burgess and Helmsy. Uh, they're at home in, uh, in their studios there uh, coming to us. Adler is with his wife and new baby. They're working their way home today. Uh, and then welcome back for a brand new hour from the, the broadcast basement, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. What an honor and privilege it is to serve you from the pandemic bunker. Now, you said that, you know, one of the things we've, we've had going on, I've been getting a lot of these, too, and, and we can't get every one of them on the air, and and we, we, you know, just so you know that, if there's one thing that's difficult on the show is to to try to get every anniversary somebody wants, every birthday somebody wants, it just, it just can't happen. We really have to look at things like we had the nurse that was driving from Kentucky to New York but said that her son said, don't feel bad, just know that Rick and Bubba are there, and you got all the ways to listen to them. You go, oh, that's an interesting email that's something and then this one because you know our golden ticket seat thing has been shut down and then we have to decide i guess yesterday the president gave us what we had to do to work through bringing golden ticket seats back yeah. 
that may be is that phase three working back is that phase three yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Rick, we, we did get an email from friend of the show, Clint uh, Northcutt, and he's uh, he's he's been a, a strong supporter of the show for many, many years. He says, hey, Bubba, if you get a second, will you give my my son Davis a big Bubba shout out? Uh, it would make his day. We're supposed to be we were supposed to be in the golden ticket audience today mm. for his 18th birthday. But then Joe Diffie and Greg messed all that yep. up. Oh, thanks. Wow. Either way, Clint. That a boy, Greg. Joe Diffie. Technically, the golden tickets were banned two weeks before. Yeah, the, I know. But Greg, it just it, it still sounds better when you it, throw Joe Diffie in there. I, yeah. Look, I'm telling yeah. you, I don't. But it's mean, incorrect. I don't mean any disrespect to Joe Diffie's family and no, fans, none but, at all. but this Joe Diffie thing's hilarious to me. Yeah, I mean it, it is. And, and 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 just every time I even mention it to somebody, they still laugh. <laughs> that, that, that something about Joe Diffie dying of COVID nineteen rattled Greg to the yeah, core. It changed everything. And, and Rick, Rick you, people have no idea. I'm going to go back and pull some of those texts early early on in this, where I was making some of these suggestions, and I got shut down so hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like I had my head lopped off, you know. Yep. And then then the minute the Joe Diffie issue came up, how it changed everything. Yeah, it did. You know, I that's what makes it even more funnier yeah, to me. I realized, you know, I was still saying that there was no need for us to do that, and uh, and and we may maybe we we didn't need to, maybe we did, but 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 I realized I'd gotten to the point that if we didn't do it and somebody got sick, that I was going to be the evil the <laughs> evil the evil tyrant that everybody would say it's, it's Rick's fault. So yeah. I, I so I just gave in. Mm-hmm. Uh, because well, I, look, here, here's the thing. What do we do this for? To try to keep the show going yeah, and yeah. and not lose the members to the virus. Yeah, none of us have been sick yet. That's we right. haven't missed a show. That's right. So let's just say mission accomplished. Don't yeah, we? I'm not going to go back and say maybe it'd be the same way if we'd have never done it because we don't yeah. know. There's no yeah. way to know. Uh, and and so the uh, now I haven't uh, the one thing I worried about because you didn't know would somebody be able to get back to the studio who wasn't sick uh, but just had to be quarantined. And uh, that went through a curve too, but I've never been stopped on the way to work and asked for my papers. No, uh, but um, but who, but you know, we were getting to that point until yesterday. I was kind of glad. Well, we had our papers just in case. No, no, we had mm-hmm. them, but I mean that's creepy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and so we, uh, I think all that went away yesterday. Thank thank the Lord. And I guess here's one of the questions you have to ask. So late in the show yesterday, we had a guy in Alabama, uh, which is where we're all we all live and are from. Uh, who said, I'm going to work today. He was saying today. Because uh, if you want to talk about essential, my income is essential hmm. uh, for me, for all my employees, uh, and we're going to open because we believe that the governor of our state or any state has overreached their authority because they seem to be applying this arbitrary. Uh, and it's arbitrary, meaning some things are open. So if some things are open where people are clearly – having to social distance as best they could. Guys, I went to a home improvement place yesterday because I had a job I had to do down at the farm, you know, which I've learned find something to do. Mm. And um, it, it was as if pandemic never happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that, that, that place operates and everybody behaves. I got to tell you, I probably saw maybe, maybe 30% had mask on, uh, 70% didn't. Uh, and I mean, it was opera. You couldn't tell. You would have never known that you walked in there pre-pandemic or post. There was no difference in the way it was operating. And uh, and so what this guy is saying, if these things are allowed to go on in libraries, he said bookstores. The bookstores I, that are in my town, they're closed. They don't seem to be open. 
maybe he was talking about libraries, but I had some people say that some places bookstores are open and then the liquor stores are open. And he says, if you're going to apply it in an arbitrary way, then that you can't do that. So I can do my barbershop and social distance as well as the grocery store, the home, uh, the home improvement place, the, the library, the, the liquor store. Why, why am I not allowed to operate? And so he says, I'm operating. I wonder, did the press conference yesterday, now that he can see that there's an end date, do you think that changed his, his plan today? No, and I tell you, it's a, it's a slippery slope, and I can, I can play both sides of this sure, issue. Sure, sure. Um, if uh, you, you don't want people going against the direct orders of uh, the governor in the time of a pandemic, got that. Uh, I understand his position. Look, he's going out of business, so he, he either can pay a fine and have a, a fighting chance, or he's headed to bankruptcy. Um, and I tell you who it's going to be a tough call on is the police in Hoover. And we love and support those guys, but, uh, are they going to enforce this or not? This is, if they don't, you're going to see a lot of other businesses open up and go, well, you didn't do anything to them. We're going to do it. If they do shut the guy down, they're going to make him a rallying cry. And you're probably going to have other businesses open up just to, uh, just to snub their nose in it. So, I, I don't know if I was them, I might say that, you know, he, he can't open up and we're going to enforce it, but we're just busy. We didn't get over there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me ask you this though. Do you think though that yesterday, I guess you're saying no, do you think yesterday changed the potential for that rallying crowd? People say, okay, well we see the light at the end of the tunnel now. Do you think that changed that at all? You, you mean for him? Well, you said, you know, if he does it, then it'll be a rallying cry for other people, no matter which way it goes. Uh, and I think you're right in that those those difficult scenarios you set up. But do you think yesterday might have eased that? What he, regardless of what he does, first of all, we don't think it's going to oh, change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I think a lot of businesses will try to hang on to the May first date. And I think now this is the good news. They have a week and a half basically to get ready to open back up, and they probably need that time. Yes. And then they can open up and be ready to go. And look, every day we stay inside, this thing dies off. So that that's what I think we need that time. And I think May 1st will be a good time to open back up if you can hang on to that long. Yeah. Well, now, see, that's the reason why he did say something yesterday. And he, and he was saying he was making a bigger point. And everybody we talked to said, well, wow, that guy actually did not sound like just somebody trying to be reckless. Yeah. He sounded like a, a, an American that said, look, this this can't continue to go on. But he did say in the interview, look, it's numbers, guys. I got two more weeks left. I could make it two more weeks. Remember him saying that? So yeah. So, yeah. so so what I'm wondering if he's if, – if, if he's, but now, see, what he doesn't know, and I don't know either, has our governor said anything? I don't know where we I stand. I don't think no. they've, they've uh, issued yeah. anything yet, but think yeah. about this. So we don't really the, know the, where we stand. The, the governor no, has don't. said, I know better what to do, or all governors have said, we know better what to do in our state than the guys in D.C., I, I buy that, mm-hmm. but also the mayors can say, I know better what to do in my city than you do in Montgomery. Yeah. So the mayor of Hoover uh, may have a lot to say about well, whether I, this is enforced or not. Well, you heard the president say yesterday uh, that this could literally get to county by county. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I know in our state, Jefferson County has already put out a word. They're going to see things differently than maybe Chilton County. 
Yeah. Are, are, sure. are, yeah. yeah. So yeah. so the county's already, to your point, Bubba, it's already happening. Mm-hmm. Well, know, let me you know, let p- me just give you a quick example, okay? Because I looked up a few numbers here in the break. Yeah, and for those of you uh, around the it, world, Jefferson County's where Birmingham's located. So yeah, you see, and, and you we're going to use yeah. Alabama numbers because we're familiar with those, yep. okay? Jefferson County, where Birmingham is, has had 634 confirmed cases and 22 deaths, okay? Each one of those important, again, but 22 deaths. I am currently in Elmore County. We have 54 confirmed cases, zero deaths. Right. So is it safer here to go and get something at the home supply store or go get a hamburger uptown than it is in Jefferson County? Absolutely. That's what the numbers say. No question. So we treat them different. Yeah. So so I think you're going to see that. Uh, but um, but it's going to be interesting to see in the different states because you got those that, that have lived to be dictator and they have a worldview that's already causing uprising. And when I mean uprising, protest, like in Michigan, you know, Illinois has got some of this, the Virginia governor. So it's going to really, this is where you're going to be thankful or regret that you live in the state you live in. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States. Honestly, I think this is the first radio show I've done as president, if you want to know the truth. And you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Hi, this is Sean Hannity, and you are listening to my great friends, Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past Rick and Bubba Show. By the way, I I laughed pretty hard uh, at uh, both of those guys yesterday hannity and the president when they were when they would get a little locked up and whatever hannity got on the rant uh and he had a whole monologue planned he got talking about how he wants to go to yankee stadium again and and, yeah. and how he's going to do it even with with covid19 and he kind of and before long none of us existed it was just him working it out and he looks up and he realizes that he's forgotten to do the monologue and then he's like okay i'm oh, sorry man. i just have to cancel that monologue and, <laughs> and he goes into the next piece i got to got to get chasing oh, a little no. rabbit there and, and the thing i would say about the president and i said this earlier i don't know if i was on air or off air was i on air or off air uh, i can't remember what we've talked yeah, about on the air, break yeah, and on yeah. the air i forget but the president is does a great job with 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 that talk about this yeah, yeah, at the beginning of the show yeah. like the start of the yeah, show yeah and and he's a great deal maker he gets in there he gets things done he certainly does fine on the state of the unions and and all that and reading that and and and, and then he's quite great on twitter and 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 in his one liners at rallies but when it gets down to like he needs to explain to us phase 1 phase 2 phase 3 and the implementation and the follow up questions he just needs to say at this point i get, i hand it over to mike pence uh, and and the doctors and I'm gonna stand over in the corner and nod, you know, like in agreement with the things they say. I can't tell you how many times somebody asked him a question. It wasn't even an unfair question. Uh, it wasn't anything that he would should get upset about, and he never answered their question. And 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 he gets to going about beautiful and phenomenal and tremendous and and all this. And you realize that he's just kind of rambling and chasing rabbits. And you're like, okay. And it gets uncomfortable. I know, Speedy, you you have a problem. Mine is I get frustrated because I'm like, let's land the plane, land the plane, land the plane. Let's land it. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, and, and Pence, he he's just smooth. Yeah, he just, is. Just smooth and steady. And, yeah. and you're not going to trick him. He's not going to say yeah. something you that, you know, that you, uh, that you're trying to get him to say. Yeah. And he just, he just smooth and, 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 you know, and there's like, there's humility there right. and there's all that. And and they both serve a role. Don't misunderstand me. It's just in a time of crisis, 
you know, if he wants to give us a, I'm the president, here's what we're going to do, that's good. But mm-hmm. then when we get into the freelancing, you know, we're questions and here's that, this. That's it. Yeah, let's let's hand that off to Pence. Him with him, him, right. him reading notes, uh, uh, a teleprompter, something like that. We're okay. Our Twitter, Twitter's fine. Twitter's fine. Yeah, he, too. he, he yeah. has he has a blast on Twitter. Right. Reed, don't yeah. take don't take this fun away from me. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm allowing those. I'm allowing rallies. <laughs> I, I, Twitter. I, I let him do all that. That's yeah. that's fine. <laughs> hey, he can call people. I tell you one of the things that I laughed so hard I can't remember who said it. <laughs> I can't remember who said it. I think it was somebody talking handy. This has been uh, like a week or so ago. And and the the thing got, you know, we started getting into the Fauci thing. Mm-hmm. You know, is Fauci, you know, it when 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 is Fauci going to get political with this because we know politically he is not a conservative and he's not mm-hmm. a Republican. And so the best line ever. The guy said, "Who was it?" And he said, "Look, right now Trump has no problem with Fauci." And and Hannity said, "Well, how do you know?" He goes, "He hasn't he hasn't called him Fathead Fauci." <laughs> he said he said he would come out immediately and give him a nickname and start calling him Fathead Fauci or something like that if he had any problem with it. You know what I mean? He said so as long as that's not happening, he said Trump's fine with it because you know he, he'll let you know if he if he thinks somebody's become untrustworthy. I mean immediately. Uh, so uh, now, now let me say this though, Pence he is a great communicator. And now this guy, I don't agree with his politics, but right now, Joe Biden may be the smoothest community. <laughs> well, there's that. Guys, guys, uh, guys, what's happening? I don't look, know. Look, <laughs> all, don't all of us. Did you say yesterday? Yes. Oh, yeah. Have yeah. we got that? Yeah, yeah. yeah we can, we, uh, we can, we can actually play it. We, we, we played a little snippet in the kickoff hour. This is a little bit of an extended version, about okay. 50 seconds, courtesy of CNN. But he's with... Uh, Cooper and Doctor, what's his name, Helms? Sanjay. 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 Yeah. yeah. Sanjay and, Gupta. And and he goes into trying to explain something, and he's even trying. Look, looks like he's reading down, reading notes or something. I don't know, but guys, this is so troubling. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Stretch. And one of the things that I think we keep coming back to, and I've spent this morning talking to the docs that that used to work with Sanjay in our last administration and heads of other entities, uh, that uh, um, you know it gets down to testing. It's about uh, testing, tracing, and treatment, and uh, and still we're way behind on the testing piece. And I don't quite, I don't quite understand why we're taking so long to do the kinds of things that that have to be done. Um, you know, there's a uh, during World War Two, uh, you know, where Roosevelt came up with a thing uh, that uh, you know was totally different than a. Then the, the it's called he called it the you know the World War Two he had the war the, the war production board. Well, I don't know why we don't set up something like a pandemic production board, where we <laughs> guys. Um, <laughs> their face the doctor, went. The Jay couldn't believe it. Yeah. He he he's going please for the love of all that's good spit out something, guys. I, I'm all off in the gravel. Look, I'm leaving the whole political realm. <laughs> I know the man's age. It, we, we've all faced it in our families, uh, and the the he Joe Biden. Some people are very sharp at this age. They've got their faculties. They're fine. Others are starting that skid into dementia, uh, Alzheimer's, and forgetfulness, and all this. Joe Biden is there. It, it's it's in the early stages, but he is there. This this is these are signs of 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 his age and his mental faculties. It's only going to get worse. And so, as he who whomever he picks as vice president, 
this is probably one of the most legitimate times you say, do I want that person to be president? Because, you know, if the Democratic Party finds some way to come out of this and, and make a run in November, uh, I don't know how that could possibly happen, but it could. I've, you know what else? I didn't think they were the, the, uh, President Trump got elected. Nobody thought that was going to happen. No. You know, but um, uh, this man does not have the, the faculty grasp that he needs, the grasp of his faculties, to run the free world. He just doesn't. And that's not a political statement. That's a medical statement. Yeah. Um, just, you know, certainly I wouldn't agree with him if he had all of his faculties, but it's just this and is. These memes, these memes people there, keep putting out. There's so <laughs> many clips now. I mean, look, everybody misspeaks. Gosh knows. We, we do. We, yeah, can, sure. we can talk about that here. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when you, you have the presidents and they, you know, people edit the little clips together, Biden has already had enough of them in this campaign to blow everybody away it has to be disturbing even to people who want to support him does anybody even know what he was saying about the the, the world war ii yeah. and and uh, roosevelt something yeah y'all yeah, that was that, 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 that cruel one yesterday when obama says he's endorsing him <laughs> and, and it has biden looking at him going for what <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that's a guy that's a good one <laughs> hey i'm gonna endorse one. you for what and then the other one, when he says, I'm going to endorse you, and he says, thanks, Denzel. Yeah, that's funny. That, that's a good I'm one, sorry. too. So, a lot of those out there. A lot, yeah, of those. a lot of those. We come back, Greg. You're not. You're going to be excited. Lando uh, Lakes says we're making changes. Uh-huh. Well, thank goodness for that. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Justin Timberlake, you listen to Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. 35 minutes past the hour. Uh, 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 uh. As uh, we make our way back, the Gridiron Men's Conference is a go. Uh, and after the press conference yesterday, I think we're even more confident than ever uh, that this will be a go. Uh, Gridiron Men's Conference, Father's Day weekend. Uh, first year to ever be hosted uh, by the great city of Huntsville. Uh, it'll be there at the Propes uh, Center, there at the Von Braun Civic Center, and uh, and we look forward to being there with you. Uh, you'll have uh, David Jeremiah be speaking. Uh, also, Steve Farrar will be there. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy will be there. He's uh, going to be giving his uh, his uh, testimony, uh, and uh, looking forward to being there. I'll be speaking that weekend as well. Charles Billingsley, who's recovering from COVID-19, uh, leading worship. Uh, Josh Reeves will also be there. Uh, in Phil Waldrop. So if you want to get your tickets now and get your plans together, uh, Josh Revis, uh, and uh, we'll be there. I said Reeves. Uh, did I say Revis the first time? But anyway, go to Gridiron. Did I say anything stupid today? Gridironmen.com. That's gridironmen.com. Also, rickandbubba.com. Look under the sponsors button. You can find all the information, and it's going to be great to get together. Uh, I think all of us are going to be uh, desperate for some time together to get into a room, praise and worship, and be challenged a little bit and then be equipped on the way out. So look for that coming up, all the details there at the website, gridironmen.com. Well, so you would think in the middle of everything going on, this would be uh, us being forced to change our priorities a little bit and kind of only put the very important stuff up there at the front. But Lando Lakes, I, you know, I can remember this. I, uh, uh, my wife still uses this, this product or, or does from time to time and, Greg, I can remember when we were kids or whatever. The Lando oh, yeah. Lakes butter. Mm-hmm. All of you guys, I don't know if your family's got this, but we did. 
Yeah. Uh, we're now now how how long it said over for for nearly a hundred years. Yeah. One hundred. One. Let's say that again. One hundred years. Okay. One hundred. For for a hundred years, we've had this um, Native American, if you want to call a member yeah. of a an Indian tribe. You know, I know you never know what words you're allowed to use and not use. But anyway, she is not depicted in any negative way. Uh, they're showing that the great outdoors and this delicious product, you know, uh, we have her and dressed in traditional tribal garb, uh, and uh, she's holding up uh, a box of Lando Lakes. And for 100 years, no issue with this at all. Now, I'm assuming that we've had uh, Native Americans in our country uh, within inside those 100 years the entire time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have. So, and nobody... Uh, has a problem with it. Uh, so remember, 1921 till now, no issue. Uh, but now we have issues with it for some reason because of our the new time that we've been living in. And uh, so Lando Lakes has said they have been called racist and they've been criticized for its use of the butter maiden. And I know that a lot of us... The butter maiden. The, but, the butter maiden... <laughs> I didn't know That's that what you was called it, Greg. <laughs> Remember <laughs> the, the, the butter maiden. Well, that's that's what they're they're saying here in the story. Yeah, I um, love it. Now keep in mind, it's in a beautiful outdoor setting. Again, there's not one thing negative about it. Uh, I, it, I really it, didn't notice no, if it was an Indian or not. I just thought, I always knew there was a woman on there, but I didn't really think. Yeah, I just wanted. Was, I didn't know what she was. I, I noticed that it was, and it it I didn't it didn't. Wasn't presented with a negative way at all. I mean, what what's next? Are we mad about we don't like the way the guys depict on Quaker Oats? I mean, is that upsetting us? Yeah. What about if you're a Quaker? Yeah. Man? I mean, it's Quaker it, lineage. It, it, well, Greg, remember those. But anyway, they have announced in a press release that they will now show their packaging without the butter maiden as they celebrate and they move toward their 100th anniversary. We've recognized we need packaging that reflects the foundation and the heart of our company culture, and nothing does that better than our farmer owners who, whose milk is used to produce Lando Lakes dairy products. So uh, we're, we're not going to depict the butter maiden anymore. We're going to start putting farmers on there or maybe have it without it at all. And, and what's this change? Does this change what happened? The world just got better? Uh, they said also, mm-hmm. Greg, in good news, the minute the Butter Maiden was removed from the package, <laughs> the COVID-19 pandemic ended. <laughs> well, that's uh, just hand-in-hand, Rick. All I can say is look out, Aunt Jemima. <laughs> there it is. Oh, well, she's been. I can't she's believe they've let Aunt Jemima go that long. Greg, it, 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 she's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just shocked. There's a thing called a butter maiden. Yeah, the, yeah, the butter maiden. <laughs> but but guys, mean, do you under you understand? Don't don't miss the fact <clears throat> that there's no cartooning of it. There's no, no there's no. no making fun. It simply no. is depicting a woman who might have been in an Indian tribe, dressed the way she would have been dressed. She's very modestly uh, presented. She's standing there holding the butter, like, look at this delicious butter. Have some. Mm-hmm. And and so, what, what Indians probably made really good butter at one time. I don't know. Well, what's yeah. racist? But there, how can you ever say? I tell you what, that right there is racist. <laughs> Let's say it was land of honkies cheese, right? Okay, okay. And it had a white person on it. Yeah, I wouldn't care. No, no. Greg, it doesn't. I'd even, buy it. it doesn't even say land of Indians. It's land of lakes. I, I mean, know, th- there's nothing mm-hmm. that that in in this entire packaging that could have ever been deemed racist or inappropriate. 
Why would we crumble to this guy? Sometimes you got to tell Rick, these people. Mm-hmm. Where, I where, where you have we you talk- been for the last 99 years? Yeah. Well, we talked about it earlier. I bet there's not one Indian that was offended. Whoever started all this is probably not even an Indian. Do you remember the other day when, you know, Mike Leach got into his trouble? Yeah. And Jeremiah mm-hmm. from Los Angeles called who who said he was African American and he said I don't know one African American that would be bothered by this meme of the yeah. of the elderly lady that's tired of being with her husband all the time and she's showing him a scarf and it's a noose. And yeah. he said, this is a classic example of people being offended on your behalf. Yeah. And then once they tell you you should be offended, then people will jump on board because, right. because we like to be a victim for some reason. There was a time where really being a victim was something we all tried to avoid. Yeah. I mean, it, does anybody like hmm. say, God, I'm really upset I haven't been a victim in a while. I really try to avoid victimhood. Uh, so I, I, <laughs> what, I mean, why, why does anybody want to be a victim? Uh, but but now it, it seems to be mod. It's like, man, oh, you look excited today. Well, you're like you're having a good day. Just found out I was a victim. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't wait to get on social media and and wallow in my victimhood. Uh, <laughs> See, I, I would rather. Hey, Lando you bothered Lakes. by Lando Lakes? No, I'm not. Well, you should be. Well, thanks <laughs> for me, thanks for pointing me to that. I think I am bothered by. It. Let me ask you this too. Let's just assume they did want to change. Now is the time? Why, uh, yeah. why now? No, right. I know. That's 100 years coming up, I guess. Yeah, That's kind of what yeah, they alluded sure. to. How about if I'm Land the Lakes and I really want to change it, I just change it and don't announce it. Yeah, you know, yeah if just, I, just let you know, somebody call and go, hey, why'd y'all change it? But, Greg. Yeah, you're you're but, just grandstanding. That's all you're yeah, doing. That's I would exactly just go right. out, like, get the, get the butter maiden <laughs> off and let's put, like, Cowboy Roy or somebody like that in there. Cowboy Roy, the cheese cowboy. Do you know why you can't put him on there? The way he treated the Indians. Well, that's a good point, Rick. Never mind. Let's just have a sunset and talk about it. How about but, let's put a lake on there? Greg, but a let's sun, put a lake Greg, wait a minute. Put sun, a cow that the butter came from. Greg, wait a minute. Sunset. Something. Sunset. Are you trying to suggest that maybe this is – what are you trying to say here? All right. I've got, I've got a <laughs> – Is this some way to – you, you're not you're talking about God maybe. This is not God showing us a glimpse of heaven, is it? Well, that's <laughs> you, true. You backward yeah. Jesus God's loving. butter. Yeah, let me tell you something. God – God, so this is just, you know, it, this is one of those things where you, you picture me sitting down at the camera, and I would love to have this moment. I would love to have this moment. I'm sitting there at the conference room. Hey, uh, Mr. Burgess, yeah, you ever thought about maybe us changing this uh, logo we got on our butter? You're talking about the butter we've been selling like hotcakes for over 100 years? Yeah. Yeah, that butter. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I think it's going to be an obstacle for us. You're talking like it's been for the last 99 years? We've been cranking out butter for 99 years. Are you saying this is such an obstacle we may not make it to 200 years? I mean, what are you, what are you even saying? All right, I'm trying I to, mean, get, I'm trying to put my liberal hat on here. All right, it, it's a seven and a quarter. That's a little tight. But um, do you think because on the logo, and I'm just I'm trying to figure it out here, do, where it says farmer-owned, it's right beside her. Are they trying to insinuate, oh, look, would you, are you claiming that farmers own Indians? You know, that's the dumbest thing I've heard, but the, but the people you're talking about are so stupid, that's possible. I, I don't okay. know. But Almost you, like they you feel like a that, bigger point here that we're having all this discussion about butter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's butter. And we're, we're leaving it out, but those little individual cheese squares, they make are really good. <laughs> you're oh, right. Greg, can I go back to this again? Yeah. Here's where you, really here's where you mess perfect up. Perfect size. Perfect for a cracker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Greg, I call this. Watch it. Listen, I call this the great Cracker Barrel mistake because they're the ones who did it, and they corrected it, is when you do not know your audience. Okay? Yeah. The very people that Lando Lakes is trying to cater to right now have demonized butter. I mean, that's not your audience. Yeah. That that, that, that is not your audience. When Cracker Barrel tried to crumble 
on the Duck Dynasty thing, Cracker Barrel, do you have any idea who comes in there and eats your food? Yeah. I mean, have you your lost store. your mind? You've got Kenny Rogers' greatest hits in the country store. Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, it's it's like, um, and, you know, and then they quickly had an about face because they realized the only people they were catering to don't come to Cracker Barrel anyway. And, and, and I've, I've heard, I've heard the Redskins, you know, we've had them protest and Chief Wahoo, we've had those. I've never once heard anybody bring up Land Lakes. Mm-hmm. Not once. You know why, Greg? Because there's nothing, there's nothing here that looks well, bigot, bigoted in any way. Because oh, it's, it's honor. Every butter. time I see a logo like this, I think, man, that's an honor to be on that. Yeah. Well, Not anymore. If you think, if you think Aunt Jemima's going to survive, you are incorrect. No way. Surprised that she's survived this long. I, and she's she's had some pushback before, but she just keeps going on through. You know why it is? Syrup's good. It's it got, is very good. I wish I had a bowl of it right now. Where it calms me to see her face on the bottle. It makes me feel calm. Yeah. We'll come back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. They're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Pandemic 2020, the voice of reason. Uh, The Rick and Bubba show, we're here. Stretch Armstrong takes phone calls. We'll get to some of those coming up next hour. Uh, we're kind of, you know, always updating what's going on in the world of pandemic. We've, if you're just joining the show, uh, we've we've unpacked uh, all the updates on, you know, the different phases and the gates and uh, reopening the economy, ch- the Chinese and the political and and Joe Biden rambling. I mean, we, we've done it all, uh, and we've tried to unpack it. Uh, Constitution. My goodness, we've we've even talked about Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, we've had uh, we've had a lot on the show. If you're just now joining, catch those podcast archives every day, so you never miss a minute. Uh, also, you got archives on YouTube as well. Uh, if you can't catch the show live, also Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend, we interview Congressman Gary Palmer, and we'll talk with him about everything the government is doing and and uh, this this historic time that we're in. Uh, catch that interesting conversation. Interesting conversation this weekend. All right. So, um, and it's wherever podcasts are made available. If you've never listened to it before, um, Helmsy, I, I get the word. Uh, you know, we we all are we're, we're quarantined and we're quarantined with family and we we're not going anywhere and, and there's very few places that we can go and hopefully that's all going to change a little bit uh, sooner than later. But um, I understand something's happened with you and your family and a trampoline. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm losing a battle that I have <clears throat> fought so hard against for the last, I would say, the last eight years. Okay, um, wow. And Helms, I, and can I, I, and can I ask losing, a question? I'm losing the battle. Yeah. Can I ask a question before you do this? I, I know that your your wife stuck her head in in the break and said hello. I'd like for her to get in on this segment too. Yeah, I, Speedy, her, her part. Speedy asked her that, and she won't. I told y'all she she hates this. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, Speedy tried to get her, and I was okay with it. I was going to let it. I was going to allow it to happen. Uh, and she she's well. She, Betty and Lisa ran. have have done a segment. I, I think it's only fair that Amanda have to do one. Look, I I agree one hundred percent. But she she does she's not want to do it. Speedy just saw. Speedy saw. She couldn't take those headphones off quick enough. No, I mean, she couldn't. I, now what she has promised us what she will do is send pictures and video of 
the trampoline going up because we all know yeah. the springs and how you have to pull on them. And, you know, there's an art to it. Now, Greg, he says he's got that one down pat and can help him. But you know they'll be frustrated, yeah. Helmsy. So she claims she's going to send us what we need. Look, there's going to be moments this weekend as uh-huh. this unfolds that I say things that I have no business saying. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm going to throw something at least once or twice. Yep. Um, I, I will probably say something to a family member that I'm going to have to apologize for. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm good with, I like following directions, so I don't, I'm not going to skip any steps, um, or anything like that. And I've gotten some great advice this morning. Matter of fact, I've had some dads that have explained to me their stories very similar and saying that, Hey, these are, this is one of the best things I did for my kids. They're constantly on it. And so I'm feeling better about that, especially when we're in a quarantine situation. Well, so I'm feeling good about doing that for the family, but I am dreading putting this thing together. Yeah, so, I've uh, I've done I've done three of these, and um, and and I got to tell you, um, I didn't know that, um, man. Wow, Rick, I didn't realize that either. Hems, yeah, is yeah, it, this is, is it your um, opposition to the trampoline, or is it the fact of just having to put it together and oh, swag no, that that is? No, that that's that's kind of a side mm, story. Mm, I'm mm, mm. I'm afraid we're gonna have some injuries that we wouldn't have. Yeah, you I'm, got two I'm, broke arms coming yeah, out. There's no, no <laughs> way around it. By the way, I don't know who these people are. Maybe it's just my kids, and I'm not trying to cause any trouble. But I I I noticed that you may have one kid that is the exception. Uh, ours was big love, but I noticed a huge burn factor on the trampoline. It it burned out yeah. really really quick. And became this, and, and, with, and, with, and became yeah. this really big thing sitting in the backyard that nobody played on. <laughs> well, a lot of leaves on. Say, that's my other. Yeah. Bubba mm-hmm. talked about opposition. Eyesore, huge eyesore. I think trampolines are a huge eyesore, and yeah. two injuries. And I told them last night. I said, "Listen, the first, the f- two rules. Oh, here we go. First time y'all go two weeks and not get on it. I'm getting rid of it. <laughs> right. And the second thing is, is when we're in emergency room getting X-rays, do not. Do not get mad at me when I sit there and say I told you so. Yeah, those are the two rules that I have. You may not. I've heard they're kind of hard to get rid of. Well, uh, not if you tear them apart and throw them in a garbage can. Hey, let me tell you something, Hams. This thing on the side of the road, putting this thing together. That's a big. That's a big toy. I know we're all in the sanctification process. Okay. (laughs) Well, how are you? How far down the road do you think you are on cussing? Oh no, that's where I've got more work to do than anything. Well, this is going to bring it back. This is going to be a big, this no, is going to be a big test for you. You're paint your hand with the spring. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> One's going to pop loose and hit you. That and fits. And, and, and the hardest Ooh. thing you have to do is you're going to find yourself. Now you said you're a good instruction follower, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a way you have to do the springs, or it all comes apart, and you won't be able to pull the last springs if you don't follow exactly the way they say to pull them. And okay. and and buddy, I had to do a. Well, I shouldn't say this. Okay. I'm, I've had to put them together, <laughs> and sometimes I'll just say this: sometimes in the light of day, and sometimes at night. And I and I'll just I'll just leave it at that, uh, right. but because I know there's various ages out there that may be listening. Sure. Uh, and um, sure, I and, got you. And uh, and of course, see, you have to understand, my kids have some distance between them, the two older ones versus the bottom three. So the one for the two older one, it had worn out by the time. The next crew were old enough to get on one, so then we went into phase two, uh, and uh, and of course that was the that was the the second group came in the air of everything's safe. We're afraid a kid may get hurt. Everybody's getting sued, so I, you that you, you had to put up the net around it. The yeah. first round, so you'd have to do yeah. that. 
But now you have to put that godforsaken yeah. net around well, it. Well, see, this uh, morning, well, <laughs> this, Rick, to your point, this morning we talked about it on the kickoff hour, and this is how anxious they are getting this thing. I thought we were still in the process of discussing the pricing on which one we were going to get and wh- who had one in stock that we could go pick up today. And I looked in uh, our family email account this morning, and heck, we've already purchased one. Oh boy! And uh, and it's a and it's it's not a the most expensive, but it's not the cheapest. It falls somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. And all I can think about is I'm going to get this thing up. I'm not going to get it up today uh, because won't. I've got to do some prep work for where it's going first. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be up tomorrow, and and my luck, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this thing up, and everybody's going to enjoy it tomorrow afternoon. And when these storms roll in on Sunday, a tree's going to fall on it. Yep. What, and, and <laughs> or it go airborne. Let me tell you, know, you those something. Those things are a kite in a storm. Yeah. I don't know what your yard situation is, but if you put it anywhere near a pine tree, <laughs> if you've ever tried to get try to get pine straw every other day off of a trampoline and sweep it inside a net <laughs> in between those springs. <laughs> you know what? You finally get the point. better just to bounce with it. Only. Yeah, that's what I was about yeah. to say. You find you bet you really just eventually will give up and tell your kids when y'all bounce, you knock pine straw everywhere. <laughs> Look, see see how high you make the pine straw go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a worried face. You see, his well, it ought to be worried. Really Everything you think about it is true, and it's already been bought. Top of the hour, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team, Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes now past the hour, Team Rick and Bubba ready to go. Find out everything you could possibly ever want to know at Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. You want to binge some Rick and Bubba content? It's there, baby. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend, the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, full of all sorts of content you can go and enjoy. So um, as we start uh, a brand new hour, Adler is still away. He and his wife, they think, are going home today with their new uh, daughter. So hopefully all that going smooth. And Adler seems to be taking the lead. So... Uh, Bubba, welcome back for another hour. As Rick, glad to be here. Uh, we really appreciate everyone tuning in and bearing with us during this pandemic. It's our first one, so we're learning as we go. Yeah, so so we we, we were talking to Helmsy last hour. It uh, looks like his family has forced, uh, and it sounds like it was forced on him, mm-hmm. a, a trampoline. And um, so we were telling him the trampoline stories uh, especially the the pine straw in a trampoline, and and I don't know about your setup, but so you have to understand, with all the safety measures they force the trampoline people into, you now have that big huge net around it. So you really look out and you see your children jumping inside a cage, and um, and <laughs> so so when the pine straw gets in there, you think, well, I'll just get a blower and blow it blow it off to the sides, and that's fine. If you don't have a big old cage that's been forced around it, now you're blowing the pine straw just into the corners of the cage, and you're trying to blow it down in between the uh, the springs. And uh, so pine straw is is, a, is an ongoing battle with a trampoline. And like Greg and I were talking, we had a trampoline when we were kids, but everything that we could tell your kids to do that would be fun with the trampoline, they don't allow you to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, so y'all you know, are basically telling me that this is a never-ending party that I'm going to constantly have to clean up after. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you'll, you'll get tired of it, like Bubba said, and just tell them to jump inside the pine straw at one point. <laughs> yeah. but, just, but, just or, or clean it off yourself. Yeah, like Greg and I turned it into, we played knee football on it, but they didn't remember we didn't have to have the, the <laughs> knee we, football. We, I did. Remember that. we didn't have to have yeah. the net around it, so you would knock somebody off the side of it, and, uh-huh. and, uh, and then we would take it and turn it on its side and make it a backstop. For fast pitch with a tennis ball and, okay. and uh, either a, a wooden bat or you know maybe a broom handle we'd found. It great. It was a great backstop. Mm-hmm. Uh, how far backstop. you could jump off of it, yeah. you could get the furthest. Yeah, and, and, and all. or we did full contact boxing. Yep. with kicks and punches. Right on it while yeah. bouncing. See, all none of these things are, are la- the the one that I laugh about the most, Greg. And you remember this? Usually, I was the one playing the role of PT Barnum, but there was this one time. And of course, I was you know. And, and, and it leveled out, you know, at a young age. Everybody thought I was going to be even bigger than I am. But I was almost as tall as I am now, like when I was 12. So, so Greg, Greg, I love Greg put, put everybody in football helmets and put me <laughs> in the ring and with the boxing gloves. And he would line everybody up and they would come in one at a time and see if they could take on the giant. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 I would just pound the neighborhood kids and then knock it fall off the trampoline. <laughs> yeah. and, and Greg would go, "Who's up next to take on the giant?" And yeah, um, we used to have fun. And then, of course, the incident that we had when we were too old to be messing with the trampoline, which I don't know. You know, we were in our well. Tw- it was about worn out. It was missing a lot of the springs, and I wasn't thinking about that when I jumped out of the second story window on top of it and hit the ground. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was nearly that was a bad. major injury but- there. <laughs> And then, and then Bubba gave you a story in the break that was a dandy. So. Yeah, Bubba, we're all telling these fun stories, and Bubba just killed us all. But yeah. I mean, and Rick, we can't talk about the times anybody would try to turn a flip, and they'd go too far, and, and their body would land on the ground, their feet would land on the trampoline. Yeah, and they fantastic. Would do their the leg scissors through the springs. Yeah, you're gonna have some leg scissors out there, but with the with the Ooh. safety nets now, when your daughters are doing their different flips out there, they can only fall yeah. so far. Well, and that, that's a positive because I'm about tired of them flipping in the inside the house. So yeah. we can just flip outside now. That that is a good thing. Hands, yeah. I don't know that I wouldn't try to, uh, you know, wave them off that and and try to substitute a puppy or something. Mm-hmm. No, no, you don't want that. We know don't like you, the we know why we you don't like it. We know and, why. And I'll say this. Yeah, that's too, a, that's a legitimate very, reason, buddy. <laughs> I am very encouraged. I never thought I'd say this. I'm very encouraged. I have gotten this is my number one email this month. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's so many dads and moms that thought the exact same thing I thought, mm-hmm. and they say it's one of the best things they've ever bought and kept them busy. So hopefully I'm going to, I'm going to run with that. I know mm-hmm. the girls are going to love it. I'm going to sacrifice the probably eight hours it's going to take me to put this thing up <laughs> yep. and, uh, probably takes the normal person too. It'll take me eight. Yeah. I want and, you to remember but, this. Uh, Ham's, I think you're a great American for doing this because you got your refund or not refund. You got your stimulus check. What yesterday, day before? Yeah, that's in savings, pal. And you you took that baby and and put it back in the economy. Put it back in that's the what economy. everybody wants you to yeah, do. Yeah, that's it. So that you baby you is made in the, savings in case something else when that second wave hits. <laughs> See, this really helped out. Trample uh, some trampoline salesman made a commission. That was good. This mm-hmm. is great for yeah, him. Yeah, you yeah. helped the economy. <laughs> you're you a patriot. Go. Now you're you're going. You're well, gonna, I, I, I'll tell you this. I think I don't think we've stopped helping the economy around here. Yeah. Uh, there's an Amazon <laughs> box at my door every day. <laughs> hey Helms. And I want you to simply, this will be our code, this weekend, whenever it happens, just text to me the word now, N-O-W, okay? okay. Meaning right. that it's happening. And, and, okay. when, and well, here's what that, here's when I want that. This okay. is when you have pitched such a fit trying to put this together, 
okay, that your wife is not speaking to you. Okay, you 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 are in a silent zone. Okay, and everybody's mad at you. You've made your children cry. Yeah. Okay, your daughters are crying. Your wife is furious, uh-huh. and there's pieces of trampoline. I'm talking about just springs laying everywhere, okay? And then I want you to just text the word now. You don't have to give okay. me any details, and I'm going to know what that means, okay? <laughs> so good. <laughs> now, look, on the other side of that, you're going to look out there, and your sweet little daughters are going to be jumping on sure. it, and, oh, yeah. and your son's going to think it's stupid. Right. But, yes, but, but, but you're going to look out there, and they're going to be jumping on it, and they're going to turn their little flips, and they're going to be laughing. And yeah. this is right before one of them bites through their tongue when their chin hits the other one's head. <laughs> yeah. But, he, but he, right, he'll, right. he'll be against it until he realizes he can bounce them off of it. Right. Yeah. But what I'm, yeah. Saying, what I, yeah, what I'm saying is, <laughs> that, and, and it's going to be worth it, but that now moment <laughs> is coming first. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. So, and, you, and you'll get their bite down to dinner. Later that night, or maybe breakfast the next day, and you'll get out some scripture, and you'll say, you know, this ain't the way Daddy ought to act. You know what I mean? And, and you'll walk through all that, and you'll start mending those fences. You know what I mean? And, and, and you'll work your way back. Listen, we're completely ignoring this one that happens too. You get it put together, and you see the kids enjoy it, and then you think you're going to enjoy it, and you end up hurting yourself. No, that's yeah, well, true. That, yeah, well, I didn't think yeah, about that's that. Coming. Adult, I got to stay the off. Adult of it. injury is yeah. the tough one. Yeah, that yeah. is a tough one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that's, that's, the only that's way I'll get on her. Yeah, that's the only, only way I'm going to Greg. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to get on it if I need to clean it. That's about it. You won't see me jump. You'll get on you're it. You'll, go go for you'll have to get on it. The key to you'll it, see though. The, the kids net. doing it, and you'll try it. Yeah, the key to staying in the middle when you jump up, keep looking down at the middle of the trampoline. Yeah, I, and, and I think cleaning the trampoline is a chore you give them if they want to jump on it. Mm-hmm. I tell you like what, I tell you what, if you want to jump on it, keep oh, it clean. Okay. And you know what they're going to say back to you? Daddy, you can't get the pine straw off. It's impossible. Yeah. I wish this stupid nap was in the corner. Hey, how about this? I wish this stupid nap wasn't up here. <laughs> That's right. And just like a puppy dog, it's going to turn into your dog, you know? Oh, sure. This will be your sure trampoline in about a month. Got that story when we come back. How about this? <laughs> hey, hey, you're going to hate that nap. It needs to be there because your kids need to be safe. Now, I don't know why, you know, generation after generation survived. Well, most of us, uh, the the <clears> trampolines <throat> of the past. But uh, did we get hurt? Yes. <laughs> did, did, did you remember the time, Greg, that I got somehow we were jumping on it and I got double springed, and it was the most awful feeling when you're in the air. And these before the nets, okay? You're oh, in yeah. the air, and you realize you're just grabbing air, and you're like, I'm about to land in the yard. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm about to land in the yard. Yes. It, it I just, hope it doesn't it, hurt. It yeah. just, Helms, have you, let me ask you this. Have you thought about an in-ground trampoline? I have. You do a little prep work? I thought I, that might be safer. Yeah. I actually, look, I was looking at that before I realized uh, Amanda had already dinged our checking account with one. Um, but I think I'd have to do, I think I'd have to dig a, a good bit to get that yeah. down there. Like I want it. Yeah. You need a piece of equipment. Yeah. We found, uh, <laughs> we, you know, our yard goes down in different tiers. So yeah. we had, you know, we had one of those, those rock wall deals going like this kind of, and we kind of set it down and that so that our kids could only crash their heads into rocks. Oh, wow. That was All right, so, so we'll, <laughs> if they went through the net. Look, you know, look at you thinking. Hey, look, they're not hitting the ground, but just that wall of rocks over there. We'll, uh, we'll come back. More Rick and Bubba right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is the number talking about life in quarantine. Do we see some light after the press conference yesterday? Well, that'll vary wildly state to state. Uh, we're supposed to hear 
uh, from the governor of our state uh, coming up um, when this hour ends. Uh, so I was kind of hoping she would call us and give us a little. Yeah, we, we uh, haven't heard from. Uh, we, have, we haven't heard from. Feel of what we were looking at. No, we hadn't heard from Miss Kay today. Uh, no. So uh, hey, Greg, Greg actually had a soundbite from her, didn't he? Which is installed. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> that'll be coming up. Um, be patient. Yeah, be patient. Till we're just getting started. No, um, yeah, this is uh, you know. I, 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 well, uh, so you know this ongoing thing. So many things we do, Hams, as parents mm-hmm. and as dads, and some of these things like Bub and I've discussed this before. When you look around and you, you see things like little little dogs that are like stuffed animals, and you think, what have we become? And um, yeah. and so you know, you, you know, it couldn't run a rabbit. It'd probably run from no, one. No, these are not even dogs. I mean, to call them dogs is a disgrace to dogs. You know, and so and we all know how this happens. You know, Bubba, it's not as bad for you because you married Ellie Mae Clampett, which was helpful. But oh, yeah. but if your wife is not really a pet person either, meaning you know, it's it's if we have pets, they're great. If we don't, that's fine too. Um, then then you know what's going to happen. Because if it's just your kids, at some point, just like this trampoline, it becomes yours, and and we and we all know that, and you know that when you get involved. I I knew the day that this uh, this little puppy was so precious and cute, and everybody just loved him. I knew that the day would come, you know, that my sons would go through puberty, and and uh, and then the the dog would become mine, and I knew that would happen. And there's probably nobody on the planet that um, uh, that that probably has less desire for a, an animal to come into a home than me. And uh, so the dog is not a full-blown house dog, but he's allowed in the house, okay? Uh, and he'll, you know, he's trained and all that. And he's a great dog. There's nothing wrong with the dog. There's, the dog is, is a dog. I mean, he's fine. Mm-hmm. As far as dogs go, he could probably be as low-maintenance as a dog can be, except for the things that he can't control, and that is his ongoing health. Now, now this is not – Anything we've said this before. We were raised in Calhoun County in Alabama. Okay, small town is one thing. Small town Alabama. Small town Alabama. That's another level. We were not raised with any concept that your dog would ever receive any medical help of any kind. If you had a dog and they were all yard dogs, I didn't know one person that had a house dog. I didn't even know until my grandmother got one that that even existed. Okay. Because our dad certainly wasn't going to have one. And you had hunting dogs, as Bubba mentioned. They were of value because they, they, were, like, they, were, like, they were like they were like a business investment. Yeah, they were a business <laughs> investment. They were, t- And then the yard dogs, which could were never anything other than mutts. You might get a German Shepherd every now and then, somebody had in the neighborhood. And they all ran free range. Nobody spayed. You, you wouldn't even know. You didn't know what spayed was. You 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 had no idea. I thought, I thought you worked in the garden with it, right? <laughs> I had no idea what Bob Barker was talking. About. I didn't either. The, your neighborhoods were full of illegitimate puppies sure, everywhere, running, all yeah, over just the all over the place. And that was usually good. You'd get yeah. you'd get you another you'd one. Claim one. You'd claim, claim one. You another. Yeah. Very few hey, chances. So, hey, so and so's got some puppies. All right, let's all go get one. Uh, so and usually, especially would, if your dog was responsible for the puppies, which don't we which which happened to us a lot because we had a dog that was kind of the dominant male of the neighborhood, and we were rec- we received a puppy one day that looked exactly like him. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. like a carbon copy of him. But anyway, so this dog has come into our house, buddy, um, and uh, you know, just having to care for an animal all is you know something that you go, this is not this is not in my area. It's not what I would desire to do. 
but I do it because you have to be a responsible pet owner. And, and I will tell you one thing from the pandemic I hope never goes back to normal, uh, and that is going into the veterinarian's office. See, now if your dog has something, you, you sit in the parking lot, so you never have that terrible moment I hate when they ask me what my name is and what my dog's name is and, as I said before, what his last name is, which I say he didn't have a last name because he's a dog. <laughs> and well, isn't he part of the family? No, he really isn't because we don't treat him like we do our children or our spouses, I hope. I've, I've never, you know, I went through that whole list. So now, see, I'm avoided, I avoid that terrible moment because they just bring the dog out to the car and hand him to me through the window which I wish that would just stay forever. I mean, I because mean, so so what we have is, you know, the dog has it, – it, the dog doesn't shed. It's one of these hypoallergenic dogs. Yeah. But he still has the long hair, which means the hair gets in his face. Where he, he, well, At some point, you just have a dog can't see. And so yeah, – He looks it, like a sheep dog. Yeah, That's how ours look. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they have to go get groomed to keep the hair out of their eyes. That, 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 every time, now, look, every time I say these things – I want you to sound the cash register. Okay. okay. Right. So, um, so, so he has to be groomed. He has to be groomed on a regular basis. Okay. So while he's there, we give him a medicated bath. You know, because uh, you don't. I, if he's gonna come in the house, I can't. Dog, I ain't gonna have a dog stinking. Right. Okay. I, we're not gonna have a stinking dog. Okay. And dogs stink, so you have to fight it. Okay. And um, so then we get the word. You know a. Uh, uh, you know, I guess a little less than a year ago that Buddy's got medical problems. So here comes one prescription. Then he needs another prescription. And here comes that. Oh, and be sure and give him vitamin E. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, wh- who, who, who am I? Okay. So now there's three pills that have to be given at various times. And then he has to have a special food. Oh, special! He can't just have any food you go grab off the shelf. He's no. got to have a special food. No. <laughs> so, so then I get a call. I, 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 I'm, I'm not making this up. I'm just going to be transparent with you guys, okay? I haven't even told this. First time I'm telling, telling it. Uh-oh. I was having a good day, okay? And I saw a message, and I listened to it, and it was the vet talking about some skin element Buddy has. <laughs> And I acted like I didn't get it. Oh, really? I just said I didn't. I ain't even gonna listen to that. Yeah, so if you could call us, I didn't call. We're gonna. We'll try to call Sherry. That sounds good. <laughs> so when I go to pick the dog up from the vet of the normal grooming and bath, <laughs> out walks a person with my dog holding a spray bottle. You need to spray this on his skin. In these these places we're about to show you every eight hours. <laughs> eight hours. What? Every eight it's hours. Ex- dog eczema. And so there's some kind of little pimples or something on him. <laughs> and I came That's home three times a day. I came home and Sherry is tears are running down her face when I start saying. So now we spray in the dog. We we spray in the dog eight every eight hours. We're spraying the dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now I've got to give the dog a pill. Another pill, a doggone vitamin E. <laughs> I got to get special food, and now I'm spraying him every eight hours. Uh-uh. Mm. Guys, I immediately found out lifespan of a cavapoo. I started Googling it. 
How long is this thing going to live? Mm. I mean, I mean, you, you, you just you go there, and I, and I got to tell you, he's he's at eight years old, and I look, and and they say he he could he could go on, you know, if we continue all these things that he oh, yeah, needs. Got to do all that, guys. He could go fifteen. It's a lot of spraying, Rick. That's some, it, <laughs> oh, it, it ain't no telling what's going to happen next. Huh? There ain't no telling what's going to happen. It's unbelievable. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Simply say Bubba.com is uh, proud to bring you the Rick and Bubba Show, and, and we're glad to have them. Man, a lot of you have responded to this, and why not? I mean, this is, you know, this is one of those industries that had gotten kind of behind the times and they need to be brought into uh, current day, and that is the security system bunch. I mean, in the old days, intrusive, you're locked into all these contracts, these hidden fees, and, and you know they were very complicated systems. Uh, they were known for false alarms, so much so that law enforcement had cut back their response time on so many of them. But now simply say Bubba.com gives them you can video verification. Bam, we know something's happening. We can see we're on the way, and this is great. And you're monitored for about 50 cents a day, and you're not tied into any contract. You install the system yourself, and you can customize it where it actually fits uh, You know the property you're trying to protect perfectly. If you'd like to find out more, go to simplysafebubba.com. That's simplysafebubba.com. On that URL, we'll get you free shipping. And you'll get a risk-free 60-day trial. I mean, if you don't like it in 60 days, you get a full refund. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So, um, so anyway, uh, we will move now into this. Uh, you know, a lot of weird things happening during the pandemic, and one of them invo- involves our industry, and that is shows trying to get themselves on the air uh, from various locations. Now, I haven't seen it yet because none of us can stay up late enough for this. Um, somebody said that like Jimmy Fallon is doing the tonight show like from his house and it's not really that great a quality. Uh, I haven't seen it. I I know they did uh, Saturday night live remotely the other night when Tom Hanks hosted. Really? Yeah. Yeah, That's what I was told. Yeah. I I don't know. I I was saying that like at one time, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon was doing the tonight show like on his phone. I mean, (laughs) certainly they've upgraded that. (laughs) But anyway, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen is in trouble. Yep, Alice is. Uh-oh. Ellen is getting some pushback. You know, fun-loving Ellen. Crew members from the Ellen DeGeneres, her long-running daytime talk show, are distressed and outraged over their treatment from top producers amid the coronavirus pandemic. Numerous insiders have reported, and it's a story in Variety magazine. The core crew stage for the Ellen DeGeneres show, consisting of more than thirty employees received no written communication about the status of their work hours, pay, or inquiries into their mental and physical health from producers for over a month, according to sources. Now, what they're mad about, Rick, is apparently they were told they were going to have to brace for a 60% reduction in pay, even though the show was still airing, but they were not working. And she did her show from her home using non-union employees. Uh Uh-oh. 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 Non-union folks are doing the From Ellen's Home broadcast, 
and uh, the union folks have been to- told that they got no job and no pay, right? Yeah, well, it looks like uh, you know they're they're trying to to scale back as as a lot of people are doing. But she's still doing her show, but she used non-union people. That was their main complaint. So she's at her home in California doing it. And I guess just where, you know, you when you get to that point, you try to get anybody that can get you on the air, right? Yeah, and I think that's what she's saying. She's saying, look, in, in these adverse conditions, um, you know, that um, – you know, it, 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 she had to do what she had to do to, and she said here, they, they had to comply with the city ordinances and with the public health requirements, the protocols, uh, and, 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 the, a, a Warner brothers spokesperson is trying to say that no Ellen crew member lost their job because of, of hiring key code, which I guess is a non-union bunch. Uh, crew members also added that what was most upsetting was, as you said, Bubba, they never heard from her. Uh, they just they just looked up and she was on the air and they didn't know who was getting it on the air. So in one case it's saying we're doing this but we don't have a choice, and they're over saying nobody told us about it or explained it to us. We just happened to look up and there was the show and non union people doing it. Yeah, I, you know communication is the key. That doesn't seem very Ellen like. You think she would be very uh, close with the crew. She might even call every one of them and invite her over to her house. I, I don't know. Well, it just, it, it didn't seem Ellen-like, but it is a big story today in Variety Magazine. Uh, how about this? Eddie Van Adler has just showed up in our Zoom. Look at the baby. And has Ruby Jane Adler with him. Yeah. Adler, how we doing hey. today, buddy? What's up, gang? What's up, gang? Look at how Daddy. you doing? It's there. the Dadler. Oh, it's the Dadler. Well, look at that face. Well, you know what? Look at that little hair. W- uh, and, and so, wow, look at that, that hair. <laughs> Good night. How great she is, that? is She is a fuss budget, let me tell you that, guys. How uh, you sleeping, pal? You know, um, I've been sleeping on a couch for about you know, four nights now. So we are getting ready to check out here pretty soon and take this baby home, you guys. And we are excited. We are so excited to meet her brother. So so has the, uh, (laughs) has the, the grandparents met the baby yet? We have been FaceTiming like crazy with family every chance we get. And, um, I I got to FaceTime with grandma, great grandma last night. So pretty much everybody has gotten a chance to meet this little, little wiggle worm y'all uh not but not holder yet not in person but that will be when you get home right well uh holding holding may take a little while but we will do some like front yard uh just meet and greets from a distance just for probably maybe two weeks or so we'll see um aaron's parents have been really 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 locked down so they may get a chance to hold baby a little bit sooner but um, I'm going to do my best to get out of this hospital as soon as I can because if I keep eating hospital food, Ruby Jane's not going to be the only one wearing diapers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adler, wait a minute. You're, you're saying that Aaron's parents have been quarantined, so you think they're clean, but your side of the family's not? Mm. Well, yeah. Um, uh, Aaron's dad can work from home pretty great. And Aaron's mom has been a hundred percent locked down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my parents are a little more out there. My parents have just the nature of their work. They, you know, they're, they're just a little more out there. So yeah, it, it'll, it'll be uh, an interesting time, but we'll go in phases and we'll do what we medically need to do. And, uh, this is that Ruby. first baby thing. Yeah. I mean, if it was the third, you'd have yeah, her out. You wouldn't today. care. Yeah. yeah you, you know what? You're third. I get it. I completely right. get it. You'd be crawling it. around yeah. eating stuff. If we have a pandemic with your third one, your third one would have already gone home with your parents. Yeah. 
Yes. 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 We took advantage of uh, the nursery last night and got uh, an hour oh, here yeah. and an hour Look there. there baby. And that was really nice. But um, boy, guys, this is. Uh, do you guys know what cluster feeding is? Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You do? Cluster cluster feeding is like sometimes you try to they, feed every two hours or three yeah. hours. Cluster feeding is just like the baby just wants to feed and 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 that's it. If she's awake, she she constant. wants to feed. So yeah. I'm yeah. constant, constant. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the first like twelve to twenty four hours, we thought we had just a baby that was just going to sleep for you know hours at a time and not cry and not fuss. Uh, it turns out that was a, a trick. <laughs> the baby tricked us. That's how they get you. Yeah. And uh, uh, the baby is now a dictator. Uh, this is little Kim Jong Un and <laughs> of the people of North Korea. Yeah. We are can the you, people of North Korea. Can you go full full screen with the baby so everybody can see it a little okay. better? Okay. So it, it's so funny. Well, look how have you noticed? And I know all of you had the same thing. It's like when I was showing Sherry the baby, and we were sitting there watching it. Have oh, you noticed? Right. There's a the baby. Have you noticed how our wives will immediately go into that baby talking the minute they see it? It's like oh, they'll yeah. be talking normal to you, and they go, "Well, so how's Chris and Aaron doing? Everything? Oh, did you weedle, weedle, weedle?" And then, and then all of a sudden, when they see the picture, it just shifts to that. Yeah. That looks like That's Greg right. to me. Yeah, right, now there's you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody who talks takes the <laughs> yeah, screen. That's okay. kind of why that works. Sp- speaking of Greg, that, that <laughs> oh, first time I zoomed in with the baby, you guys, so many people were making yeah, fun yeah. of Greg. They're like, Greg's got a tear in that eye. Greg's a softie now, guys. He's yeah. Oh, yeah. Babies, babies get me. Yeah. <laughs> we, we saw that <laughs> with baby Ellis. Man, the hair. It's good beautiful. gracious. Well, way at, more than me. Yeah. Already. At, yeah. <laughs> Way, way more hair than you, Speedy. I'm so sorry, buddy. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Adler, are you are you wigged out yet? Is this weird to you? Hmm. Uh, it is. Aaron and I have started calling each other like, hey, mom, where do we want to blah, 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 that kind of thing. And that yeah. has been absolutely bonkers. It's yeah. been absolutely bonkers and amazing and a blessing from God, guys. It's been yeah. awesome. Well, sure. uh, uh, the Governor Cuomo doesn't think it is. But let me, let me tell you this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Has it really dawned on you? Because I want to say something I don't know that you know yet, okay? And you yes, may sir. already know it. You're not visiting with somebody else's baby, okay? Correct. That is your baby. I mean, <laughs> the, you yeah. and Aaron, that's, that's, that baby belongs to the two of you. Has sure, that, has that sure. hit you yet? Like, uh, like I'm going to have to like clean a gun <laughs> while a person picks her up for prom. That's right. That's like, all ahead. It's real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All those things you've heard us, all the dad jokes, all this kind of stuff. You're officially somebody's dad. It's awesome. Yeah, guys. I'm I'm so pumped. I've got my cool dad sweater. I'm gonna pop on as we head out, uh, at, at leaving the hospital here. Um, and I got to give a shout out to these hospital staff. We're yeah. up here at Grandview, and uh, hospital people that work at a hospital, they're just a different breed. Yep. At one mm-hmm. point, there was an alarm going off, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Code red, seventh floor. And Aaron and I are like looking at each other like wide-eyed, like code red? What does that mean? And the nurse seriously goes, oh, code red, it's just a fire. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it. And this was was like two days ago. And, you know, we haven't read about it in the newspapers. So I guess it really wasn't that big of a deal. Code red, seventh floor. Uh, uh, what what does code red mean? Oh, it's just a fire. Okay. (laughs) All right. Great. Well, she's beautiful, Adler, and uh, and every and everybody's saying it, not just y'all. Amen. Thanks, Ken. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited. There you did well. Ruby, 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 Ruby. There she is, Ruby Jane Ruby. Adler. She's the real Ruby.
We'll come back. We'll take uh, phone calls to wrap the hour up. Lines are available at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Hang on. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Here we go. It's uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour. We've got to talk to Adler and little Ruby Jane, uh, and they're all doing great. And it looks like they may go home today, so hopefully so. Uh, phone calls standing by as we wrap up the hour, and for a lot of you wrapping up the week. Adam's out of Wetumpka, Alabama. Adam, uh, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you doing, buddy? Go ahead. Uh, hey guys. Hey Adam. Um, I heard you guys this morning uh, talking about uh, gyms and stuff opening up. Is that? Do you think that'll happen around here? Uh, I, I only heard. I, I came in right when you guys were talking about it, so I didn't hear the whole thing. Yeah, I, I think you'll see. You know, like I was looking yesterday when I had to go into a home improvement store, and you know, everybody's put the plexiglass up. You know, at the registry, uh, everybody's got the markers on six feet. Uh, the only issue you got is you got to get you got to trust people to do that when they're shopping. But as far as the checking out and all that, they've got it all organized. Um, I, I really believe we can stay with some of the social distancing and get things going back quicker. And then somewhere down the road, maybe that won't be as necessary. But it, it, if we already have businesses that are doing it, just simply open up the other businesses and do the same thing. Um, so uh, I think you'll see the gyms will you know, we'll, we'll try some hybrid. A lot of them have really figured out the online thing. So they may decide if they've got a social distance that the online is just a little more efficient than trying that. They may not get back into the gyms, you know, as far as being there together uh, until they don't have to do that anymore. I don't know, but uh, they certainly can. I think, I think you're going to see a lot of the governors uh, having press conferences today and tomorrow, and they'll kind of set the stage for that. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to Johnny Ringo checking in. Johnny Ringo, go ahead. What's going on, guys? You, Ringo. Hey, hey, I got a question for Greg. Greg, what's what's yeah. the chance of you uh, setting up uh, Baby Ellis with little uh, Ruby Jane there in, uh, in mm. about 10, 12, 15 years? What's yeah. the chances of I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, you never know. Power like couple. Yeah. Do you never know. The power that, couple. That's a... Uh, I, I hey, know don't family, count. and they seem like good people. Greg, look, listen. don't hey guys, don't count out Maddie. He may like Ellis may like older women. Uh, you know, well, yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's always true. in play. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that. remember though what the Adlers are always bringing to the table: the barn at Shady Lane. The, the, <laughs> that's hey, the, a good point. <laughs> hey, the, the wedding's on them. So um, that's a good point. we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, Lynn and Wetumpka. Lynn, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Um, when y'all were talking about the Lando Lakes package, I figured it all out. It's probably Elizabeth Warren. Remember, she is an Indian. That's right. It may be Elizabeth Warren That's on the cover it. of Lando Lakes. That's we didn't true. think about fact, that. I thought it was her, yeah. <laughs> we, I, I hope she runs as VP. That is going to be so entertaining. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ellisville, Mississippi, Colby standing by. Colby, hello. Uh, good morning, guys. Hey. Hey. Uh, I got a comment for Adler. Um, my wife and I, we've got a baby a little over a year old. And uh, it's what we did to help the dogs get accustomed to the baby. The blankets that we swaddled the baby in at the hospital and all, we brought them home and just laid them on the floor and, um, you know, just let the dogs kind of get the baby scent off of those blankets. And it, it really helped the dogs. 
yeah, uh, be, get yeah, it custom. Yeah, be sure and send him an email on that. That that might be something. I, I think what you're going to find is I know that they've been really, really, both of them really, really big dog people, and certainly they can continue, but their their relationship t- toward dogs is about to change dramatically. Oh, yeah. uh, and and I'm not saying it many times. Yeah, and I'm not saying that it means the dogs are not going to be taken care of. I'm just saying it'll be a different setup uh, than it was before because neither one of them know what it's like to have a human baby, and now they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and 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 probably everything will just be put in its proper place. Right. But uh, but they they won't. There'll be a whole new arrangement now. Well, uh, you can. You, you we all know. We've all been through it. We've seen people through it, and you can tell people, but. Until you hold that That's baby, right. it, it does change. Yeah, and you no saw Adler. He looks different than he used to look. Well, yeah, I, he does. I was talking about that because, you know, this spawns all of us remembering our babies when this happens. And I told Sherry, I said, I know y'all have that wonderful moment where they take the baby and they put it there and lay it on top of the mom and here's your baby and emotion, emotion, emotion. And I said, and, and you know, we're just not in on that. The dads don't don't get to do that. I said, but there's something we get to do that is really a moment for every man is when they're now going to tend to your wife and say, now that we're tending to her here, this is your baby. Mm-hmm. And they hand that baby to you, and you look in, into the face of that baby, and they say, now go show the world your baby. Mm. That is a it's that, real. That is an incredible moment in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But what a wonderful experience. And uh, so that's kind of our moment, and watching him get to do that is pretty special. Yeah. Uh, we continue eight, six, six, we be big. Uh, let's go to, um, Jared, uh, indicator, Jared, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Yeah. Hey, how y'all doing? We're doing good, man. I hope you're good. okay. I was just going to tell you about, I worked in a um, hospital here for about two years and we would get fire alarms every probably four times a week. And 90% of the time it was one of the patients smoking in their bathroom. That's probably why they were callous to it. We, wow, we, always, we, always, we always joked and said that if if there was an actual fire, we would just burn up and die because we didn't even right. care. Yeah, you've, you've heard it so <laughs> many times. smoking again. Somebody smoking again. Janice, Birmingham. Janice, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hello, I'm down here at UAB. I've come to the dental school. I broke a tooth off. And they oh, said to come Monday through Friday, May to 12, and they would, if this is an emergency, well, I get down here and can't get in, and they can't do anything when they do it. So why don't they put all that on there and let you know before you make a 40-mile trip down here to do it? <laughs> Mad. Good oh, night. No. Oh, no. Are you sure it's your right place? <laughs> nice to get a call from a hornet. Uh, yeah, she's she is not happy. Oh, she's not mad. Happy. She is mad. So <laughs> I'd like to make a forty mile trip. <laughs> hey, she's Look, mad oh. with a chip. Too. I know. Oh, well, yeah, that's well, it's just like, well, it's just like Greg. Greg, you had a, a, a tooth problem. I've had a tooth that the back yeah. of it fell off like weeks ago. I mean, I've got now where I, I've got now where it doesn't even bother me anymore. I'm just like, who cares? I got, I got a crown come uh, loose. Uh, yeah. uh, Baby uh, brother's got to get there. Rick. Jackson. Rick, Rick, did you say nice to get a call from a hornet? Yeah, yeah mad as a hornet. A hornet. <laughs> Janelle, Jackson, Missouri. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. Uh, this is on the, the Land of Lakes theme. But anyway, flipping through the channels last night on Fox, came across an, a game show called The Mental Samurai. How can they do that? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, are, are we just not going to be able to refer to anyone's culture at all? I mean, you just uh, culture is off limits. 
Nobody I can. You, you, I mean, I, I just don't live in that. Yeah. Uh, we gotta I, have a little fun. People lighten up, friends. If we're wrapping up, uh, thanks for being with us. We hope you have a great weekend. Lord willing, we'll be back on Monday. Fellas, good job again this week. If you got more Rick and Bubba, uh, like maybe you're binging on some of the older stuff, it's coming your way after the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.